Good afternoon and welcome to the Design Review Board meeting of Tuesday, November 14th. Uh, we have roll call. Member White. Here. Member King. Here. Member Iman. Absent. Member Brown. Absent. Member DeGasis. I'm here. Member Clinton. Present. Member Whalen. Here. Chair Branch. Here. Now we'll rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation and God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. At this time, the public shall have an opportunity to comment on any non-agenda item relevant to the jurisdiction of the city. Um, do we have any speaker slips or hands held high virtually? I do not have any speaker slips. If there's any members on Zoom that wish to speak, could you please raise your hand and I'll call on you momentarily. I have no hands raised. Very good. Uh, okay, uh, administrative agenda. Um, the review of the agenda? Yeah. Item. Thank you. So there's no adjustments to the agenda today. Okay, perfect. Then with that, let's jump right in uh, to item B1. Item B1, 264 Orange Avenue, APN 071-113-014, Santa Barbara CrossFit and Foster Fitness Physical Therapy, Signage and California Environmental Quality Act Notice of Exemption, utilizing Section 15311, Case Number 23-0036-ZC, 23-0023-DRB. Excellent. Thank you. Um, has everybody visited the site? Jim? Site visit, no ex parte. Virtual site visit, no ex parte. Virtual site visit, no ex parte. Virtual site visit, no ex parte. No site visit, no ex parte. All right. Uh, Christina, the floor is yours. Thank you. Good afternoon, members of the DRB and Chair Branch. Uh, the project before you today is for uh, two, two non-illuminated wall signs for two separate businesses housed in the same building. Uh, one is for uh, CrossFit Santa Barbara, and one is for Foster Physical Therapy. Um, at this point, I'd like to, uh, the signs do meet our sign ordinance, and there is no overall sign plan for this, this building, so the signs are up to your review, and I'll pass it back to Chair Branch. All right. Very good. Uh, you guys state your names for the record and proceed. Good afternoon. Franco Rizzo, Goleta Signs. Jared Williams, Goleta Signs. And go ahead and present what you're All proposing. Right. So as you said, it's for two different companies. It's uh, SB CrossFit as well as Foster's. Um, originally, we uh, had planned to put both on the same sign frontage, but we cannot do that. Um, so as far as SB CrossFit, we're just going to do a half inch thick 
MDO, which is a wood um, with a matte digital print laid on top. The size is 65 inches by 48 inches. And for the foster side, which is on a different face, it will be a half-inch PVC. It's flush-mounted, and the size is 40-inch by 150. So in that... In that case, the it's individual letters. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No lighting for either as well. Okay. And it's located in Otangolida, but on the side street in the back. Uh, there's a, a fence on front of it, mm -hmm. parking lot, so it's kind of back a little bit. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. All right. Great. Um, seems pretty straightforward. I think we. Good combined questions and comments. I'll start with you, Karis. No questions or comments. Uh, Elizabeth? No questions. Um, the comment I would have, I don't have any questions. The comment I would have that the CrossFit sign, um, the white background is really kind of glaring against the darker tan of the building. I was just wondering if there was a thought about creating that white rectangle to be more aligned to the logo, maybe cut the corners or something like that, so that it, the white becomes more a part of the sign versus looking like just a plaque put up there with the actual look. The logo's real nice, but it just looks a little, um, like a lot of thought was not put into that background and the way that it, it looks fine when you're looking at the image like that, but when you look at the photograph of it, you can see it, it's kind of, looks a little awkward, but I, all in all, I think it's fine. I think the Foster Fitness um, sign is very attractive. Okay, Dennis? Thank you, Chair Brands. I Similarly, we're, we'll sort of combine my questions and comments. First, to the CrossFit sign, is the intention that it be centered over the opening and uh, between the opening and the window above? Is that, is that the intention? Um, so it should be centered, yes. That's just a rough mock-up, yeah. Very good. Uh, I appreciate the photo simulations. They're very helpful. Uh, but as to the other sign on the fitness, uh, am I to understand or imply that the fitness center is on the second floor. I might suggest that that signage uh, be shifted up and over to the right or to the west. So it just looks a little too close to the storefront on the first floor and that it's really might guide people into that first floor. You see where I'm going with this, that it should more more represent, you should go up the stairs. So, okay, it, it's not upstairs, so you it's know. It's not. No, it's just on the side there, it, there's a door. This one here. So, this, so it's on so the first floor. This so one, is that the door? That's the door for oh, okay. the first door. Well, then you've got yeah. it right. You might even shift it a little bit yeah. to the left. 
just yeah. to make it clear that that's the door that right. you should go in. Yeah, it's in the or, middle. Uh, that's the, all the foster I fitness one. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. okay, Jim. That's all I have. No questions, no comments. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I, although Martha's comment got me to thinking, and um, what if you can? Can I borrow that for a second? I'm okay with it as is, but I thought her comment was actually rather astute. And what if you did a line parallel to that, made a cut on it, let's say like so, and you did that at, at each like corner? You know what I'm saying? And then, and then, then it's kind of like a border. And that's an easy thing since you're just working with MDO. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Cantor cut. Yeah. And, and I think I think her comment was because especially on when you on the photo sim, it really jumps out at you. And I thought your comment was a good one. I don't know, to con, just to consider. I mean, I'm okay with it as is, but that might be a, a way to kind of tie that in to the logo itself. But that's really yeah, my. Yeah, I think it just makes it more distinctive. Handsome as it is, but. but I like I like that sign and I like the other sign as well. So, um, all right, uh, no more other comments or anything. Any uh, public comment? I have no speaker slips for this item. If there's any members on Zoom that wish to speak, could you please raise your hand and I'll call on you momentarily. I see no hands raised. Okay, then with that, someone want to make a motion on this one? I move that we accept the application as submitted with the staff findings, uh, with the suggestion that the corners of the CrossFit sign be cut to align to the logo and it and with the sequel findings if there are any. Okay, can I get a second? A second. We got a second. Uh, any discussion? All those in favor by roll call? Member White? Aye. Member King? Aye. Member DeGasis? Yes. Member Clinton? Aye. Member Whalen? Yes. Chair Branch? Yes. All right, thank you guys very much. We're going to stay here a little bit longer. Are, are we are we up again? Got to wait. Got to wait. Got to wait. Yeah, there's another one. This is right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to item B two. No, we're gonna be on. Uh... Oh, you'll be the next one. Okay. The next one. We'll see you in a minute. Get some exercise. Okay. Get some steps in. Uh, item B two, please. Item B two, two nine zero Stork Road. APN 073-100-030, Slodoko Signage and Exterior Alterations, 
and California Environmental Quality Act notice of exemption utilizing section 15311, case numbers 23-0047-ZC and 23-0036-DRB. Very good. Uh, declarations, uh, Jim? Uh, one site visit, no ex parte. Dennis? Site visit, no ex parte. Uh, virtual site visit, no ex parte. Well, I've been to that site many, many times. No ex parte. Likewise, have been next door many times, and no ex parte. Elizabeth? Um, virtual site visit, no ex parte. Karis? Uh, no new site visit, no ex parte. All right. Christina, the floor is yours. Uh, good afternoon, Chair Branch and members of the DRB. Uh, today, this project in front of you is for new signage and actually also exterior alterations for Slow Dough Co. Slow Dough Co. is a donut shop. It stands for San Luis Obispo Donut Company. So Slow Dough Co. Um, the, the signage is, uh, there are three uh, signs that are all internally illuminated channel letters and one additional projecting sign with the word donuts on it. Um, this this one's a little bit interesting, at least staff-wise, uh, because there is in that shopping center an overall sign plan that was adopted in 1974. So you see those can signs with uh, backlit. Um, so they're proposing to remove that. Uh, these signs do meet our sign ordinance, so if if it's the, to the pleasure of the board, uh, you can approve them if you uh, see that it meets your standards. Um, so this sign, these signs would not be um, subject to the overall sign plan for this shopping center. Well, again, that sign plan was adopted in 1974, and unfortunately, it's not very legible. So we can't even really prove <laughs> whether or not what they're proposing meets that or not. Um, I also uh, wanted to talk about the exterior elevations, including removal of the three awnings. Um, right now, it's a mattress store. There are three prominent awnings over the windows. They're proposing to remove those. And as part of the new signage package, some of the exterior changes they're proposing would include mounting their new signs on um, some attached. I'll, actually, I'll let the architect explain that. Um, and I did want to mention that the architect for the project is available to do their presentation on Zoom today. And I will pass it back to Chair Branch. All right, very good. Do you want to present or? Yeah, I'm going to let the architect present okay. via Zoom. I'm, my name is Jacob Pickering. I'm the business owner. Okay, so, got it. So um, I don't know if we need to make a connection with Trevor. Yeah, can, can you hear me loud and clear? Yes, we can hear you. Okay, great. Uh, so I'm Trevor Miller. I'm the architect um, working with Jake. Um, yeah, Christina, thank you for kind of, you know, your presentation. I think you did a good job of kind of summarizing what we're proposing. Um, so yeah, as far as facade changes, um, you know, we're, we're adding this little uh, kind of wood detail at the corner, um, just kind of bring some warmth and life to the corner and, and provide a little bit of contrast for the signs. Uh, the signs are illuminated channel letters. Um, and then, yeah, the one projecting sign that, that says donuts uh, is also illuminated channel letters uh, kind of within you know, with a, a black metal kind of backdrop. Um, 
you can see on on the 1.10 sheet. Um, and then really the only other facade changes that we're proposing uh, are to uh, add a little bit of uh, paint uh, at the fascia and around the windows um, to kind of make those windows kind of read as one unit. Um, uh, but yeah, otherwise, uh, the signs will mostly be replacing existing signage in existing locations. Um, I think one one additional uh, new location on the on that front column there with that blade sign. Okay. Uh, is that it? Uh, yeah, I think. Okay. I'm happy to happy to field any questions you guys have. Okay. Great. Um, anything you wanted to add, sir? No, no okay. that was perfect. Okay. <laughs> Keep it All simple. Right. Um, we'll start with, uh, with, with questions. Uh, Jim? Uh, I have no questions, no comments. Okay. Dennis? Uh, my only question is where are product samples, a.k.a. bribes? <laughs> Coming soon. Depends on how this goes here. <laughs> uh, Martha? I, I don't know. Any Chocolate questions? has a way of swaying. No, no question. Elizabeth, do you have any questions? Um, yeah, I'm just looking at the, uh, the proposal um, on that corner there. Is there those, is, I guess that shrubbery, that green shrubbery going to be covering? Is this what I'm looking at on that corner? Or is that just? Yes. Yeah, so you're going to grow. I'm sorry. I need you to speak into your microphone. Sorry. Just for the record. In, in regards to the green shrubbery down the perimeter of the building, I believe that's been cut back quite a bit already as part of the um, uh, cleanup effort by the landowner. Okay. Oh. And so most of that corner is already exposed. Okay. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Karis, do you have any questions? No questions. No comments. The one question I have uh, is regarding the what I would call the blade sign, the vertical sign that says donuts. Right. Right here. In the middle. Yeah. Um, on, if we go to, I think it's the next page. Um, is this the actual graphic of it? So in yeah. other words, it's a gray sign with... No, it's with, actually a black sign with, and a, with push-through lettering. Lighted push-through lettering. Okay. Okay, so, so this is actually more... Yeah, remnants of the actual sign. Got it's it. It's supposed to kind of uh, mimic the retro, you know, vertical mm -hmm. characteristics. Got it. Okay. Cool. That was my only question. Um, uh, okay. Comments. Jim had none, so Dennis? Yes, I'll pick up on your question, Chair Branch. It seems to me that the blade sign is a bit of overkill. Uh, you already have three signs facing south, west, and north, and the blade sign just reiterates some of that information, or it makes it clear that uh, this is the product, but it does seem to me that the blade sign is architecturally out of character and superfluous. Martha? 
Uh, I like everything about it. I appreciate that you're using the AZEC siding instead of wood. I think that's a smart choice and more environmentally friendly. I like the blade sign. I like your logo. I think the whole thing looks great. Thank you. Elizabeth? Any comments? No comments? And Karis? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I like all of it. I don't mind the blade sign, and I think it's handsome, and the, the siding um, in the corners creating the, the backdrop for the, for the sign. I, it's, um, that's an improvement to that shopping center. So I'm, I'm on board with, with all of that. So um, I guess do we, we have a quorum with just us if she's, okay. Um, so are there any public comments either online or in-house? I do not have any public speaker slips for this item. If there's anyone on Zoom that wishes to speak, please raise your hand and I'll call on you momentarily. I see no hands raised. Okay. Uh, with that, uh, someone want to make a motion on this one? Slow, slow, do co. I'll make a motion. <laughs> I move we accept the project as submitted with the staff findings and any CEQA exemptions that apply. Okay. Very good. Going to get a second. I'll second. We have a second has been made. Any discussion? All right, let's vote with roll call. Member White? Yes. Member King? Aye. Member DeGasis? Yes. Member Whalen? No. Chair Branch? Yes. And that's good. We're motion passes. Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Okay, great. Thank you, guys. All right, uh, item B3. Item B3, 70 Castilian Drive, EPN 073-330-022, Outfolio Monument Sign, and California Environmental Quality Act Notice of Exemption, utilizing section 15311, case numbers 23-0004, dash OSP and 23-0030-DRB. And let's see, uh, Louisa, are you back here? You want to do the ex parte? I'll present this one, You'll present? Branch. Okay. Huh. Uh, uh, declarations, Jim? Uh, no visitation, no ex parte. Site visit, no ex parte. Uh, virtual site visit, no ex parte. Virtual site visit, no ex parte. No site visit, no ex parte. Mary, the floor is yours. We want to wait for Member Clinton. We're on De item item three. Declarations on 70 Castilian Drive. Yes. No site visit, no ex parte. Okay. Okay. Hi, right, Chair Branch and members. Um, so this project actually, this, this 
uh, property uh, was considered a wall sign at your last meeting, and they're here back with a monument sign, and the reason why we needed to separate the two processes was because this uh, monument sign does not meet the, their current o overall sign plan, which needs amendment, so it's a separate process. And it's fairly straightforward. Um, the, the overall sign plan specified monument signs to be three feet, nine inches. Not sure why that was picked, because um, that's below what the code uh, allows. And so now they're coming in with a five foot, two inch monument sign. That's the height that I'm speaking of. And because it doesn't match with the overall sign plan height, they have to come before you to get that OSP amended. And so actually I believe there's four monument signs on site that if you consider this, this monument sign height change that it would wrap the other monument signs so that if they wanted to go higher at a certain point um, that they could. So, but under consideration today is just the Apfolio monument sign to be at five foot two inches, which is a foot and a half more than the overall sign plan that's allowed. However, our sign code allows up to six feet with an overall sign plan amendment. And so they're within our code um, and just here to amend, amend the, the height. Very and good. And I'll let the um, sign uh, applicants talk about the, the uh, sign that uh, is in cons under consideration today. Okay, great. Hi. Long time no see. Welcome yeah. back. Franco Rizzo again, same guy. Colita Signs. Jared Williams. All right, so um, as stated, we are just looking to revise the current OSP of the area. It's mm -hmm. a little small compared to most monument signs. Um, we're just proposing it's a fairly simple monument sign. Um, we will have it at five feet, two inches. Actually, yeah. Actually it looks. The left side is existing one, the white one that you guys see that, that's mm -hmm. there now. Right. Basically, on the right, that's the new one that's gonna go right on top, pretty much, sleeve. Just make it much nicer. And there is landscaping already really nice too. It's a core 10 rusted metal structure with laser cut lettering, two inch recessed back panel, and an internal blue LED lighting to sleeve over and attach to existing monument. Um, It'll be poured with concrete to make sure that it stays, and then the electrical will be trenched up and in, into the existing signage. Okay, pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, any questions, Jim? Are there any, uh, Mary? This is more for you. Do you have any? Are there any guidelines or regulations or restrictions regarding color? Um. I have the overall sign plan table. No, because the plan was approved for specific signs, and so there isn't any colors that has to, uh, signs have to adhere to. So it's, you know, you're making that finding for compatibility and appropriateness for design. Thank you. Dennis, any questions? Yes, for, uh, again for staff, uh, Ms. Chang. Are signs like this reviewed by traffic engineering? It seems to me with the added height, 
there may be some visual impairment for traffic. We do have a vision clearance, and this, this actually meets it, as far as I, I know. That's what, um, um, and actually, I don't know if it was reviewed by our public works, but the sign, it looks like there was an existing sign there. So, yeah. yeah. Th thank you for that reinforcement. Okay. Martha, any questions? I have no, oh, I do have a question. Is the 70 Castilian Drive going to be illuminated as well? Yes, it will be. Okay, and so that it looks like the app folio will be bright white when it's illuminated, and the Castilian Drive. It'll okay, be, I see. Blue. Okay, I guess if I had looked at the plans, I would have seen that. Yeah. Thanks. That's okay. Um, Elizabeth, any questions? Karis, do you have any questions? Do you get the mafia guy with the sign? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right, right. No, I, have I, I have one question. My sister. Um, on on the, the, the image that's on screen, um, you know, is, is already made of con cast concrete, and they, they did the letters. You're, on the one you're proposing, which is going to be a sleeve over, are you planning on, on pouring, like, it looks like it's a board-formed concrete base yes. at the bottom of it? Is that what yes. you're proposing to do? Not, not pouring. We're going to refinish that all the way around uh, concrete, and it looks like that exactly. Huh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, any comments, Jim? Do you have any comments on the sign? No, I have no comments. Dennis? No comments. Martha? I have no comments. I think it looks very handsome. Elizabeth? Um, I just think it looks very sleek. I like it. So, no comments. Okay. Karis? I would like to revise that. That's a secret security agent. <laughs> Not a mafioso. Um, and then, are you using, like, tile or something to get that look in the concrete? It's a concrete. Um, it's all concrete. Oh. Are they going to brush it up like that? Finish it up like, like that, yeah. Yeah, it's a new, new technology here. Yeah. Um, I have no comments. I, I, I think it's a nice sign. So, um, yeah. Someone want to make a... Oh, wait. Uh, do we have any public comment? I have no speaker slips for this item. If there's anyone joining in via Zoom that wishes to speak, please raise your hand and I'll call on you momentarily. I have no hands raised. Okay. Uh, someone want to make a motion on the Appfolio sign? Yes, I'll make a, a motion that the project be recommended for approval along with the staff recommendations that we adopt the DRB and CEQA findings. Uh, we adopt CEQA categorical exemptions. And uh, the, this is for conceptual, preliminary, and final approval. Second. And we have a Motion and a second. Uh, any discussion? <clears throat> All right. We'll vote with roll call. Member White? Aye. Member King? Aye. Member DeGasis? Yes. Member Clinton? Aye. Member Whalen? Yes. Chair Branch? Yes. Thanks a lot, you guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nice time. See you next meeting. All right.
That will take us to item B4. Item B4, 646 Cambridge Drive, APN 069-261-019, Cronin Residential Edition and Detached Shed and California Environmental Quality Act Notice of Exemption, utilizing sections 15301E and 15303E. Case numbers 23-0011-LUP and 23-0019-DRB. Very good, thank you. Um, site visits, Jim? No visitation, no ex parte. Dennis? Yes, site visit and no ex parte discussions. Martha? Site visit and no ex parte. Good, Elizabeth? No site visit, no ex parte. No Harris? site visit, no ex parte. Uh, virtual site visit, no ex parte. So, uh, Travis, the floor is yours. Good afternoon, Chair Branch and members of the board. The product before you today is a residential addition and detached garage, or excuse me, detached shed at 646 Cambridge Drive. The applicant is proposing an approximately 867 square foot one-story addition to the exist to the rear of an existing 1,813 square foot single-story residence and a 228 square foot detached shed in the rear. Also proposes some hardscaping, landscaping, and exterior lighting. Okay. The, the proposed square footage exceeds the maximum floor area, but with your approval, they can exceed the maximum floor area calculation based on the size of the lot. The detached shed in the rear is encroaching into the rear setback, but that is allowed per 17-24-20, since the shed is less than 12 feet tall, does not is not closer to the rear property line by three feet, and does not occupy more than 40% of the required rear setback area. Um, all of the proposed exterior lighting conforms with the code as dark sky fully hooded and shielded and has timing controls. Uh, that concludes staff's presentation. Staff, is available. staff and the applicant are available for any questions. Thank you. All right, very good. Welcome, uh, you wanna make sure your mic is on and introduce yourself and present your, uh, your, your project. Um, I have two sets of plans here. I don't know if that would be helpful. I will just maybe put them right here in case anyone wants to look. Certainly. Uh, my name is Alexa Newman. I'm the architect for the project. Oh, I'm, I'm Alexa Newman. I'm the architect for the project. Um, Travis gave you a, a good summary um, of this. It's a Goleta Ranch home, and um, we're proposing a one additional bedroom and one additional bath, um, and then an enlarging of the public spaces, living, kitchen, dining room. Um, the work is primarily at the rear of the house, and um, there's also landscape improvements back there. Uh, the only other thing is the, the yard is fairly flat, and then there's a, about a three-foot retaining wall um, close to the rear property line, and 
that is, um, we're just attempting to use a little bit more of the yard. Um, right now, the it's it's hard to get up there and, and use that part, portion of the yard. So um, that's where the shed is located. Okay. Uh, is, is that it in terms of what you want to present to us? Um, yes. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll start with, with questions. Uh, Jim? <clears throat> well, I understand that um, we really have nothing to do with uh, shrubbery in the back and the height of the shrubbery and so forth. I think that this is a well-constructed letter um, from uh, um, David DeSelm regarding <clears throat> the issues. And I'm wondering if there's you know, any way that a consideration could be given to the size of those shrubberies and to the uh, and and I know that this is not part of the the uh, debate here or the discussion really, but you know this letter indicates that this this gentleman is concerned about eventually the height of these things cutting off a view. We don't control views, but nevertheless, um, is that something you could consider? Yes, and and thank you for bringing that up. Um, I spoke with. Travis and also um, David, who wrote that letter, and the landscape architect said there were two other um, more suitable, smaller plant species that we could replace the bay laurel hedge with because in time that bay laurel will get large. Um, the point is really not to you know, block any views or get too high. It's just to soften the fence. So um, the two that the landscape architect suggested were Texas privet or dwarf Carolina cherry. Um, you know, it's all, it's all hedge. It's kind of all green, green shrubbery. So um, with um, the, the client agreed to that, and I think we can put that as a condition or a comment um, that those uh, hedges right now will be swapped out for either Texas Privet or Carolina Cherry. Thank you. Okay, Dennis, any questions? Uh, yeah, uh, yes, thank you, Chair Branch. A small one for Ms. Newman. Uh, in the shed, uh, the plan shows two windows. The elevation shows one. Which is it? Thank you for catching that. Um, he does that. <laughs> I think that we would go with two just because more natural light. Um, it's, you know, storage, tools, bikes, but it's always nice to have a little bit more light. It, it, it's aside from all aesthetics, it's really just what gets permitted. So there, the plans are in agreement. And then following up on that, are there any utility services to the shed? None. None. Thank you. Those are all my questions. Okay. Martha? I do not have any questions. Elizabeth? Um, just in looking at these changes, it just references a laundry room. Uh, is there currently a laundry facilities on site, like in the garage? or It's in the garage, yes. Okay. Karis? Yeah. No questions? Um, I don't have any questions either. Um, we'll... Go to, well, I guess I do have one question, and that is 
I think I know the answer to this, but uh, your light fixture, cool light fixture, it shines down only, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, all right, uh, comments, Karis? Maybe Martha can speak to this a little bit more, but I, I would not recommend Privet anywhere ever for anyone. Um, personally, uh, there's lots of native bushy plants that can be used quite easily for hedging. Um, and obviously hedges, you cut them. So even the bay laurel, I haven't found it, unless it's growing in an old sycamore forest, it basically doesn't get very high and can be chopped off at the top quite easily. So um, I will give that over to her, but she's not worth it. <laughs> My suggestion. Uh, Elizabeth? No comments. Martha? Um, I found the landscape plan to be very thorough and quite acceptable. I do agree with the homeowner that wrote the letter that I think it would be an advantage to this owner and to the neighbors to move that hedge back toward the um, setback line on that back property on the top of the slope. Um, I'm a fan of privet. <laughs> it does flower and draw bees, but um, it seems to be very disease-free and reliable. The Carol Carolina cherry can be a little problematic with disease. Um, I think the I do agree that it would be nice to switch that out in the on that back elevation just um, just for height control and that slope. It's going to be hard to keep it trimmed down, but um, if you use the Texanum variety of the privet, that would work. But as um, Ms. Clinton indicated, there's plenty of native shrubs that would do quite well also. And one that would not grow to be 30 feet tall, of course, would be preferable. Uh, again, I think the landscape plan was very nicely rendered and is certainly ready for final approval. Um, and those are my comments. Thank you. Very good. Uh, Dennis? Yes, first of all, even though it's outside of our purview, it's a very elegant solution. I commend you, Ms. Newman. I hope your clients are happy with it. They should be. Uh, but I would add on to the comment, the landscape comments, that perhaps some variation in the border hedges, uh, could, several plants rather than what's indicated here, looks to be a rather ruthless planting plan. Perhaps something different, lower in the front, something different on the sides as a con uh, concession to the neighbors and also just to the interest of the plan. But thank you, Chair Branch. Okay. Jim, any comments? No, I have no comments. <clears throat> uh, I'll jump in. Uh, we haven't talked about the elevations. Um, and I, I like the change. Go, you're changing to stucco, right? Yes. Yeah. Going from that, that board and bat to stucco, I think, is a great call in the way you're your, your fenestration is, I'm, I'm, I'm good with all of that. I think, I think it's um, totally acceptable. And the fact that your, um, you know, addition, your, your roof weaves in nicely to, um, to the existing as well. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with it. 
Um, any other any other comments from anybody? All right. Do we have any uh, speaker slips, either in person or online? I do have two speaker slips for this item. Okay. If there's any members via Zoom, please raise your hand, and I'll call on you after. First, we're going to hear from Alan Clark, followed by David DeSelm. Very good. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Um, my name's Alan Clark. I'm David DeSelm's next-door neighbor, and I'm directly behind your up, the upslope where the, the shed's going to be. I'm the neighbor that's on top up there. And uh, my concern is that they, from our yard, we can kind of see the roof line of the house a little bit and the chimney. It's not a problem, but I just I'm concerned about the, you know, seeing the shed. And I, I would love to see a story pole put in place to see where the roof line would fall, because it's kind of hard for me to visualize it from the diagrams and the drawings, because it's not really, it doesn't really show like the top of the slope or anything where, where they're going to be. So that's kind of my concern. And along with Dave, I'm, you know, the, the plantings, I don't know if there's going to be a separate hearing about that, but maybe not. I mean, it's just... Sounds like you guys are, you know, have the right kind of concern about it and willing to do something about that and make everything work out as far as the plantings go. But uh, it's it's the shed I think that I'm kind of concerned about. I just don't want to look over my fence and see the top of a shed there. So you know, a story pole may be a, a condition that could happen. So that's. My concern that I'm voicing. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Up next, David DeSelm. Hi. Thank you very Thank you very much for uh, letting us come in and talk about this. Uh, and uh, Alexa, thank you very much for your very kind letter saying that you're willing to make some changes. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, uh, we would like to make uh, a couple of suggestions, and they're similar to what you uh, said in your comments. And that is uh, that in, in Alexis' letter, she, she said that uh, our intent is to beautify the yard with green leafiness. And uh, we have... Um, Put landscaping in our yard and we've seen a lot of other landscaping around where uh, the types of landscaping is moving away from big long hedges that is just one single plant with one single view and and a very uh, geometric uh, point of view to something that's much more natural uh, feels more environmental it's the kind of thing that's being promoted these days by uh, landscape architects and environmentalists and that is to uh, instead of having a solid hedge with just one plant material, to have a variety of, of appropriate plants at the appropriate heights, and we're suggesting around six feet because that's about the height of the fence, um, that uh, give you a variety and diversity in the landscaping. And uh, where it's been used, it's really beautiful. Uh, probably, 
I mean, I'm opinionated here, but it's probably more beautiful than looking at just one solid type of plant for a long distance. And in fact, it would be 90 feet long along our, our common property lines. Um, so we would really like to, and we really appreciate your uh, offer to, to work with us and come up with some plant um, identifications that, that would be acceptable to both of us. We know that the, um, that the uh, Cronins also are looking for something that's interesting and pleasant. And we think that if you were able to find uh, a variety of plants that uh, naturally grow to uh, six foot height or thereabouts, that have different kinds of vegetation, different kinds of flowering, different kinds of colors, would be very, very interesting to both them as well as to us. And it would also, at the same time, solve our concerns about uh, the view over the top of it. Um, we, we are actually, uh, one other thing that has happened uh, to our neighborhood, or at least my backyard, is there used to be a hedge that was located inside the easement. Part of it is still there, but part of it is gone. And the reason it was gone is because it was a hedge of oleander. Oleander is one plant type. It's a monoculture and uh, it got a disease and that disease is all over town. And so we had to take that hedge out. We'll take the rest of it out as well. So there's an advantage to having a diversity of plants and we would like to suggest that and we'd like to be able to work with you and come up with a solution that works for all of us. We also think you would not have to trim those kinds of things, which would save a lot of effort and a lot of expense over a long time. So we would love to be able to work with you. That's my comment. Thank you. Thank okay. you very much. Uh, any other uh, any other public comment? If there's any members of the public via Zoom that wish to speak on this item, please raise your hand. I have no hands raised. Okay. Uh, any any other comments from the board? Can I just respond or ask a question about the shed? Um, would a site section be acceptable to the board rather than story poles, just because it's a small shed? Um, and I think that with the topo um, sloping up, the, the shed actually kind of sits down in, in the topo. And I'm not concerned about, um, I mean, I understand the concern about having mm -hmm. a shed blocking a view, but I think um, there's, there's a sheet right now that shows it. Um, I have a feeling that if I continued the, the slope away from the shed to show where the property line and the fence sits, that everyone would be able to see that it's not going to be, um, it might not even be visible over the fence, but if so, it would be very minor, uh, just as a little bit of a lesser um, requirement than Yeah, you're, 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 you're not required, actually, to do a story poll. And I mean, you're, you're spot on in that his, his suggestion is, is, you know, is his concern for the height of that shed. And, and I think uh, if you were to do a, uh, a site section through that, it would tell the tale. I was looking at the, um, I was just asking if anybody else had any comments, and I was actually looking at your, um, your, your drawing of the, um, of the shed, and it looks like it's, you know, th three feet or more into the, into the back part of the grade. It looks like, you know, I mean, it daylights at the front near the retaining wall, so, um, 
I think um, I think that would be really helpful. I don't I don't suspect that that, that based on what I see in terms of reading the elevations on the site plan, um, I don't I don't think that's a, a view hindrance per se as as I look at this, Martha. Uh, it looks like from your shed elevation, it's uh, top of the ridge is 104, roughly, and the top of the slope is 100. You have a six-foot fence at the top of the slope, so that um, the view of the ridge, depending on the neighbor's height of the neighbor's property, is going to um, be obstructed by the fence, depending on where that property is perched. When I drove by, it was a little hard to see their house in conjunction with the side view of the top of the slope. Right. But um, maybe a section, if you could rough in um, the neighbor's property elevation, if you're able to determine that, and actually pull a section all the way from part of their property over to the street, to your street frontage, I think that would tell the tale pretty nicely. I, I was wishing I had that from um, on the original, this set of drawings. but. I think that might allay any problems, and probably that was the um, impetus between behind having that taller hedge plant material. But um, yeah, yeah, I that, think that would help a, a long section. No, that's 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 absolutely right. I mean, the the top of that shed will not exceed the top of the fence that's behind it. So I, I really don't see this being as a, an issue to anybody's view shed. But no pun intended. Um, Yes, Chair Branch, if I could add to that. Yeah. Story poles are used, and please correct me, Ms. Chang, for public views, that is, from, from major thoroughfares for major scenic outlooks. This, this, I don't want this to be misconstrued for any sort of private sense that some view, because as Chair Branch mentioned, uh, one doesn't own a view from one's house, but there are good neighbor policies, and I think the board has made significant comments, and as the architect has made concessions about them, too. Thank you. Yeah, um, Chair Branch, I'd like to address that. You are absolutely correct, uh, Member Whalen, and um, the, really the only consideration here for you is the, a finding to make for neighborhood compatibility. Other than that, there is no requirement for story poles um, that's for for this shed. Yeah, okay. I mean, you're obviously in communication with them and wanting this to work for everybody, so I'm, I'm, I'm certain you guys can, can sort that out amicably. Um, let's see, no other public comments? Any other board comments? Yeah, I just wanted to talk about the, I like the idea of the idea of hedges going away. Can you move closer to the microphone? <laughs> Sorry, is that better? Um, it's it's better for everything, it, even in terms of visibility. You know, when you cut a hedge, there's often these holes left behind, and it, it just it doesn't work. It might work in some conditions, but in the desert, which we're sort of in, um, it it. It works better to have multi-storied things that have different flowering times for your visual as well as for the height issue. Sure. So we have things like the toyon that has these beautiful red berries in the fall and then 
you have some ceanothus that has beautiful blue flowers in the spring, and then you're creating these sort of areas for pollinators to be able to go from one to the another, which then we could definitely say that is compatible with your neighbors, you know, that you guys are all kind of creating this small little ecosystem versus a hedge, which is sort of very brutalistic. I, I would agree with that sort of colonial idea of what looks pretty, but what ultimately does look pretty is all these beautiful flowers and things happening at different times of the year. Yeah, yeah. And then so when one kind of maybe fades back a little bit because it's late in the year, then there's something else there that fills in that space and right. looks beautiful. Okay. So that would be my. All right. Um, then with that, somebody want to do a motion? I'll make a motion that uh, the committee approve the project as proposed mm -hmm. uh, with the staff recommendations that adopt the DRB and CEQA findings and adopt the CEQA categorical exemption uh, and make for final review with the condition that changes in the landscape plan that would vary the plant materials use at the parcel boundaries and respect the height of the existing fence at the rear yard. Is that acceptable, Ms. Chang? That sounds wonderful. I, I would um, suggest that there be a conformance review for the, the, for the landscape site section. plan, so that we okay. could. And I would, uh, so I would include a performance review for the landscape plan by staff, or do you need one of Chair us? Chair can designate. Okay, sure. I'll load that on Mr. Gasis. Okay. Second. Very good. Okay. Um, can we get a second? I'll second. Can we have a second? Any discussion? All right, let's take roll call. Member White? Yes. Member King? Aye. Member DeGasis? Yes. Member Clinton? Aye. Member Whalen? Yes. Chair Branch? Yes. Motion passes. All right, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, really no announcements, just to say that we are, we, this was the last uh, one and only November meeting, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone. So that your next meeting will be December 12th. Okay. I, will be, I will not be at that meeting. Can I make a little announcement for the San Inez Valley Botanic Garden? If anybody's interested, we're putting on our Festival of Lights for in December, so... Get your tickets or come volunteer or whatever you want to do if you like lights. Very good. Very good. All right. Thank you very much. With that, we are adjourned.